0: Sup. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> so, this is Big D and Shade from Tsukiyaki Anime. Yup. And we have three guests with us. We have Bouquet, King, and Seagro. Sup. Today. We're going to be doing our final thoughts for the fall season of 2016. And let's get it going. The first show we're going to be talking about is. Blue Goes Stray Dogs 2. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. This,
3: I just, oh my goodness. I mean, it's, it was one of those that was, at least for me, somewhat um, kind of unpredictable in the way it kind of went. But it was still just a nonstop fun thrill ride throughout the entire thing. Um, I'm I'm so glad that some things the way they happened did, did actually happen, um, because like the the Tiger Kid from the very beginning, you know, you, you kind of predict that eventually he's going to get control of his powers, but it took him to like the entire freaking second season and going through that he actually managed to, to finally get through it. Um, but it was still awesome I I enjoyed that a lot Um, and the characters that came out I think were they were so interesting on their own. They had so many different varieties, so many different interesting powers. You know, we've seen, I don't know, like, I've seen, I can't speak for the rest of you, but I know, like, I've seen so many different animes that have so many different powers for different people and you get kind of bored because you get kind of seeing like there would be repeats of the same type of powers. But even then, like there were so many the new ones even from this one. I, I applaud them for being able to do that. Um, Because, like, oh, God, the characters that they were, you had one where it was someone who could basically control your mind, or at least the things that you saw and in part did. But the only way they could do that was by you had to actually hurt them before they could allow you to do that. And it was just so weird but interesting at the same time the way they did it I enjoyed so much of it um and even like the final character that they ended up facing I think he did a it was a phenomenal battle between them I mean it was almost I would say worthy it was almost worthy of like a one punch kind of thing it was just that kind of epic moment kind of deal going on between them so I I, again I applaud him for that it was it was a stop thrill ride from start to finish. And I think that the, the characters themselves really just drove the story and the plot and everything home and they left it open for another season. So I'm hoping that that's going to be something that they're going to go along with.
1: Cool. All
2: right. Uh, well, for me, I know that, um, it was done by bones. So it should be a show that I'm watching because well, bones is one of my favorite studios, but, um, it's another show that I kind of fell off of after a couple episodes. Um, it reminds me of a show like *Darker Than Black*, where people have these special powers and kind of yeah, um, It sounds like, kind of sounds like that. Yeah, so um, I want to get to it, but I probably <laughs> won't. But. I'll say you want to tell Boom Girl Stray Dogs 3 is going to be in the
3: works, and then you'll be like, okay, I need to go get to that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that will probably one of the, one of the things that I get me uh, to watch it. So is it it's called Stray Dogs up, because it's like the second season? or
0: um, See, it goes kind of deep in it as far as why the reason why it's called uh,
3: Stray Dogs. And to me, I think the reason why it's called that is because each of the people that's in the... The, what they, the agency, I guess. Each of the people that's in the agency is actually they each have their own backstory, and they're kind of like strays that have been brought together.
0: Okay, but I, I meant mean the two it. the the two parts is like a sequel to something, or? Oh yeah, no, this is actually the second season. Too, but... Okay, that's what I was wondering. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but what about you I mean, you said you saw it a little bit earlier.
3: Did you only watch the first part that you seen or did you watch more of
1: it?
2: Um I've only seen the first two or three episodes and that was like two seasons ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was really good. Like I liked in the first episode how they slowly um you could slowly um, they slowly revealed who this tiger was at the beginning. So yeah. I like the way that they told the story is just um, it's it's another one of those shows that I, I just I didn't just didn't get back to. Like there's two like for Studio Bones, there is um, blood, blood. Uh, bat, what is it bat, <laughs> What is it called? Um, Are you trying to think of an anime or? Yeah, it's like blood battle front blockade or something like that. No, that doesn't sound familiar. Um, that sounds and, vaguely familiar. Yeah, that's another show that was done by Bones, and okay. I couldn't... I don't know. There was something about the show that I couldn't get into. Maybe it was the characters in that show, but I know they did mm-hmm. two seasons for it, and I know it was a popular show. But for me, it's its one of the Bones shows that I'm like, uh, I'll get back to it. <laughs>
0: and that was But that wasn't Bones' fault, right? It was... The animation was no, fine.
2: No, it, it, it's... I don't know. It's like there's it more the writing. To me, there's something missing. So I know a lot of people liked it and it's a really popular show. So I wouldn't say it's a bad show. It's just for me, it did. I wasn't hyped for it. Like I could, I didn't get pulled into the world completely in the first couple of episodes. Okay. Well, see, I mean, for me, it, the boom- 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 boom, I mean, every week I was excited to see the next episode
3: because it was just what's gonna happen now? Who's gonna do what? What's how's this gonna pan out? You know, and they leave some things on, like, cliffhanger moments, and you're like, God, I want to know what, what happens.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so. I, was like, I, don't, I feel like I should add something, but, I mean, pretty much got the gist of it. If you said it's kind of, like, darker than black, it might be something I might get into because I love darker than black. Uh, great show, but I just I didn't get around to even seeing this one at all.
3: Oh <laughs> I mean, yeah! I, I, if, you, if you're interested in anything with like powers and stuff like that, I mean, it, and and the way it was crafted, I think was done
4: really well. So, okay. let's look into it. All right, the binge watching. It. It's got two seasons. I have to wait <laughs> every week.
2: Yeah. Sure. Uh, the next show we have is Drifters.
4: All right. Go ahead. This one, mm-hmm. this one was mine. The one that I was looking forward to every week. I, I love this one. This one, I think it. Uh, well, I mean, for those that don't know, it's basically it's based off of historical figures. Those are the main characters that play parts in this world. So I guess it it doesn't really explain how they get there. You just know that they're they're one side of a war against another side. And it kind of shows the character. I guess he might be God. They don't really explain who it is, but it's just some guy sitting at a desk who grabs certain people out of history yeah, and puts them on his side. And he's fighting a war against this girl who they make out to be evil because his part of the hallway is white, her part of the hallway is black. So she's grabbing certain people out of history to kind of fight against each other in this mystical world. And... It, it, the whole season basically introduces the characters, kind of shows how this war is being fought out. And the action scenes are great. The animation is great. They have great characters because they all have their own personality and they all play certain parts. They're not all out there just fighting because they're all powerful. Like They have Nobunaga. They pull him out and uh, he's the strategist, basically. So he's the guy in the back calling shots that's uh General telling commercial. everybody what to do they have another character called konoichi she's just kind of the sharpshooter sniper that trains the soldiers on how to shoot both and arrows and then they have the main character Diga. uh shinamazu who's they put as the figurehead and he's the guy that leads all the fights he's he's the one that does all the interactions with all these important peoples and he's the one that's out there Literally chopping everybody's heads off because he has some kind of fetish for chopping people's heads off and that's all he does. I mean who does it? I mean, come on.
5: He's so brave he's not afraid to die. I mean he was just like, I'm gonna go kill this person and that's what I'm gonna do. I don't care what happens to me, I'm gonna get this guy's head off.
4: Yeah. Every fight he's like, I'm collecting his head and then (laughs) walks away with a head and you're just like, All right, cool. (laughs) I guess that's just how they did it back then. But I mean, I, I somehow it, I doubt that. But you know, <laughs> hey, it makes for a good story, anyways. But no, I mean that they, there there wasn't any part of the the show and any episode that I felt was boring. They played every part well. Nothing got drugged out. Nothing was too short. They just they have, they're funny when they need to be funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was last time we were talking about a taboo tattoo where you couldn't tell if you if it should be serious if it should be funny. They were just like mixing parts in, and it just looked you know it just the story didn't flow very well. On this one, the characters interacted, the way that it, they were written, they interacted perfectly. It was never nothing, nothing ever felt lame, you know, it wasn't cheesy, it wasn't stupid, it was goofy. <laughs> it You would laugh and then when it got into the action scenes, like you, you just, could not stop watching. Personally, it, it was my favorite one of the season and I recommend it to anybody that loves, that just loves a good action anime.
2: Um, I watched probably four episodes of that show and uh, I came back to it after a couple weeks. Uh, The first guy said um, actually um, after I watched the first episode I thought it was just Japanese history that everything was um, based off of but then somebody commented on our video and said it was actually people from all over the world so I was like oh okay cool so I went back and uh I went back and revisited the show, and then immediately I started seeing people from like other other countries and uh, back in the past and stuff like that. And um, I don't know, I don't know what about it that doesn't hold my attention, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you I lot of attention I, problems here. There, Big deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching, like,
0: so many shows. Well, Drifter's you know. is no
4: K-Joe, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. yeah I guess if, if he was the main character, was taking heads off with, you know, bathing suit,
2: breastesis, it would bed. have been better. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh! So, I, I think the last episode... <laughs> what the last possibly episode, trigger? <laughs> it's like the parts where I was excited about in the show. There was, um... The last episode that I watched, um some guy came out of nowhere in a plane. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) after, um, yeah, after I was, I was kind of like losing interest in the show and then the plane showed up and then dragons showed up and I'm like, Oh my (laughs) God, this show is so freaking cool. And then I just (laughs) drop
1: it.
4: So, See, and you missed it because they, they start introducing all of these characters. So you know that everybody's going to play a different role, but they don't fully explain how, for example, the pilot, he crash lands and he lands near a village of of werewolves. I guess that's what they are. And then they they herald him as a god. And so he has the support of this whole village, but they don't really introduce him yet with all the other drifters. So you know that there's all these pieces out on the table that still haven't come together. So you're kind of waiting for how they're going to do it, and they didn't rush it. That's what I like. They focused on the main three characters, Konoichi, uh, Nobunaga, and then... Uh, I forget his name. Shinomazu. So it's just them for right now, and then they're kind of starting the fight, and it's building up. And then you know they have all of these other characters just waiting back there to meet up with them. So they're it, it, kind of building it up into this big fight. So they, it, it just seems... It just seems like when they finally do get to that point, this is going to be nuts. Because the other side has dragons, and this the the black king is apparently some nice. god, basically because he can heal and destroy and do all sorts of stuff. And then he's he's just going against these three regular characters: the samurai, an archer, and then Nobunaga, who's just strategizes everything. But it, it's also cool how how like the thing that I like about how they introduce the characters, like Nobunaga, because. He was known as this crazy smart general that almost took over all of Japan. So he's being introduced to this new technology, like the, the orbs for communicating. So he's like, oh man, with with this, I can bark or, or I can give orders directly. There's no time delay. I don't have to send a soldier who has to travel a certain amount of weeks to get to the front line to to give my, to give communicate my orders. I can do it right away. And he's just thinking about how crazy ways that he can use this technology to his advantage. Same thing when, when they introduce guns to him. So he's like, oh, this is perfect for such and such and such reasons. And it just kind of gives the character depth. He's not just another guy who who magically comes up with some kind of strategy. He's like, oh, I expected you to play that trap card, so I put my other trap card to counter your trap card kind of crap.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So, did y'all finish the first season? Yeah, yeah, okay. we finished okay, the first cool. season. Okay, cool. So, did they, did they, like, end it, or did it, like, lead on to another season? Or it, is that it,
4: still continuing? It's it's, well, it's not continuing. It reminds
5: me of, like, a war. You know, this was a battle.
4: Yeah. This season
5: was a battle. And we saw what happened in the battle, but it's going to so continue So this is the on.
4: first season, correct? Yes. Okay. I hope they, they bring it for a second season because it, uh I don't, I don't know, it just feels like they're building it up really well for something that's going to be awesome. Okay.
5: Tons more action,
2: Woo-hoo. definitely. Sounds good. More heads for the collection. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. I'm, I may get back to it. I don't know. <laughs> As long as it's not, like,
0: schizophrenic in their storytelling, cause it seems like they're just throwing every- – it's just, like, a big melting pot. It's like, oh, there's everything in this. You know, it's, like, planes, werewolves, dragons, like, there's <laughs> people from history. Like, they're just throwing everything at this, which I guess could be fine as long as they, you know, juggle it well. But it sounds interesting cause they have so much to, uh, to delve from.
2: Yeah, it's like yeah. a big toy box. You're like, pretty much, open up your chest and you have all your action figures. You're like, oh, I'm get the dragon and the plane and all that kind of stuff. So it's a fun yeah. concept. It's, it's you just, have like the so,
4: Teenage uh, Mutant Ninja Turtles leading the the toy <laughs> soldiers into fight against uh, G.I. Joes or something. It, it's it's <laughs> like it's it kind of seems like it's everywhere, but they tie it together in a way that makes sense where you can see it. Like, oh, okay, I get it. It just, it just doesn't seem random, even though it looks random. Mm-mm.
2: Okay, cool. All right, the next show that we will be talking about is Flip Flappers. Ah, so, I really like this show. Um, this is, let's
1: see,
2: I want to call it, like, Alice in Wonderland. It's basically um, a show about... There's was these events that happened back in the past with um, um with one character, and because of all of that that happened, you end up starting out with her daughter. Uh, the daughter is the main character. She ends up coming across this other girl who's um like I explained it in the last video. She's like she has this like savage mentality. She's not um she's not used to like the modern world and all that kind of stuff and etiquette and everything. She's just very mm-hmm. impulsive. Um. They end up. Uh, they end up traveling to this alternate dimension called um, Pure Illusion, and every time they go, the world is themed completely different. Like there's one world that's kind of like Mad Max. There's one world that's kind of like Alice in Wonderland. There's another world that's kind of like. Um, like those anime, like those, uh, the rich girl school anime where like everybody's like, oh, oh Joe Sama, and like, ha ha, ha kind of laughing.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. No, <laughs> oh, no, that to die.
2: <laughs> then, um, just, then there's another world like um, Tron, and there's like all these different worlds. So they, each episode had like a, a really nice variety to it. Um the one thing that I liked about the story is this um they had this overarching plot. Um basically there's two groups of people and they're trying to um gather these these like cri- these or like these crystals. And um basically the crystals are kind of like part of Pure Illusion and you have the main character with um, the girl that she met and then she goes to this the I guess this it's not really an organization they're kind of like they put all their equipment in like this one dark building and they're kind of like we're just it. like it's like kind of like the beginnings of a company like they're working out of a garage kind of um, th- there's that kind of feel to it um, the one thing that I would say about that company is like I I was it felt really fishy at the beginning like the leader of the group he wouldn't explain anything the um the other people were kind of they just did whatever he said and you didn't really know what was going on so you didn't really feel safe with the main character then you have this other organization and like there's tons and tons of people and like they have these um I don't know if they were I can't remember if they were clones or or um like these like fake Android humans, but they um, they created basically these children to actually go into the pure illusion world. And the main character and those they call it amorphous childs they always ran into each other. Like they all they're both chasing down the um, the jewels. One thing that was cool but kind of stereotypical is like the main girl, she knew the, um, the new girl, but then she also had this friend that she grew up with. What you learn immediately is that her friend is actually with the other side. And... Yeah. So... It's a double agent. Yeah, they... <laughs> yeah, the main girl doesn't actually find out that she's on their side until, like, way into the story. And um, it's kind of one of the heartbreak things. Like, oh, you lied to me this whole time! And... It's pretty cool because you get to see a lot of what the other girl's going through. So when she finds out, you're like, she's like, no, 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 but you got to believe me. And like, you're actually on her side too. You're like, yeah, like she's been trying to get out of that group and all that kind of stuff, but she has no choice. Like, believe it for real. And um, like, there's this huge clash and um, like you're kind of stuck trying to figure out like, how in the world is this girl going to actually convince her that they're friends? And like, there's this huge divide and like half, like for like maybe four or five episodes, they're like separated, and you're like, oh, what's gonna happen. So, I really liked the show, it kept me on edge all the time. Every time they went to a pure illusion, it was a completely different world. And when you slowly start finding out like all of the backstory that happened way before this series started, it was really cool because I was like, oh, that's who that is. Okay, they've been in a mask this whole time, so I didn't really know. And then they end up relating to some of the other characters. So I was like, ah, so it was like a joyride the whole time. I love the show.
1: Thanks. Nice. Uh, you know, appreciate
3: a nice little bit of uh, where you can have different the different worlds,
2: it, it always makes it new and fresh each time. Ooh. The next show we're going to be talking about. So <laughs> waiting on KJ. K. K-jo. You know that's K-jo. what you want
4: to talk about Last time we <laughs> talked about it You gave us such good reviews <laughs>
2: Hey no Well <laughs> so, yeah The next show we're going to be talking the next about one? Is Keijo oh. <laughs>
1: right,
2: So I'm black out <laughs> Go for it so, This show Is a sports anime through no, In- oh no. This is it a fantasy is. anime. This is a
1: battle shonen. Describe
2: <laughs> <laughs> it. Like this is a battle shonen sports anime through and through. It has a super, super ridiculous concept, and they take it a hundred and fifty percent seriously. Wait, hold on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sports anime? You have to consider Yu-Gi-Oh a
4: sports anime. Because it's a completely made-up world where things that don't happen, happen. (laughs) So is Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Exactly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, basically, like a million people have already said, the concept for the show is you have a platform out in the middle of a pool, um, the sport is all female and basically once you're on the platform you have to push all the other players off using only your butt or your chest um
0: it's just like Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball of the game but the anime
1: <laughs> it's literally
4: just that exactly um, no, uh, the- I played this for the, for the game not the jiggle physics <laughs> I'm sure you did buddy
1: <laughs> it's so <solid> um, gameplay
2: <laughs> um all of the characters have their own special moves or superpowers because <laughs> these moves can't be done in in real life. It is like so if you watch the first episode and you think that's ridiculous. Just stop, oh because once they <laughs> once they go through their training arc and they actually get to the tournament, it gets even more ridiculous. Basically, at the beginning of the show. Most of the boobs are, like, yeah, most of the moves are butt-based. Once they enter the tournament, then they switch it up to a lot of boob moves. So, <laughs> it's, <laughs> so basically, you, it's basically turn your brain off. Like <laughs> Way ahead it. of you. <laughs> take it and put it in the other room. just chunk it It, yeah and then just make sure like nobody else is around because you're gonna have to explain it to them um anime like as it is is already a hard thing to explain this like i I don't even know like how to even explain it now as a sports anime (laughs) do you still give the anime a hard d (laughs) (laughs) of all of us here. I actually give it a passing grade now. Uh, like I give it a C because hey,
1: decent it, passing
2: grade. It took a, a big a hard D- C. Get degree. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: it's,
2: like, <laughs> it's like F. So there was a few characters that I um, I was rooting for. At first, I liked some of the teachers. So I'm like, okay, there's this big like like just thick, short teacher. And I'm like, I thought she would have like been in the show more to like teach him more moves because like her her weight of, like her center of gravity is lower. And <laughs> like, she have, like she could have been like teaching them like way more than she actually did. So I was kind of disappointed that she wasn't like in the show that much. Like uh, are trying to apply physics to the show? <laughs> I'm telling you, they take it completely it serious. And that's, what that's I, logic to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because
4: no, 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 no. no, see, like if in real life, if uh, you use <laughs> <in> this <right laughs> uh, and you calculate the buoyancy and you know the jiggle per second,
2: you know they obviously <laughs> would win. <laughs> um, so while they're in their uh, their training facility, um, and they got like, do they even have the, a beach episode? Do. I think they had one. Yeah. I'm not sure. Did they, yes, do they did. Like first of this. They, hmm? yeah. they do a
4: one punch man training reference where if you do a hundred squats, hundred push-ups, and bounce for ten kilometers, you'll be <laughs> the ultimate Keijo fighter. You're gonna
2: need a um, montage.
4: <laughs> 80 yeah. style training montage.
2: Yeah, I don't know. They um it's like if you if you think about it as a sports anime, it's like there's a lot of concepts in it that they actually follow through. And even though the subject that they're talking about is like completely ridiculous, you can still see the parallels between a battle shown in anime and this show. Because, um, like, you have the main character, she's like, I'm going to be a professional Keijo fighter and blah, blah, blah. And she's like super passionate about it. So it's like, that's like saying Naruto. He's like, I'm gonna be Hokage, and he's like passionate about it. And it's like he, she goes through her whole training arc where she like goes against characters. She doesn't get beaten because this is only a 12 episode show, so they can't like show him training and uh, show her training and training and training and losing and training and training and training and like slowly beating people. So um, they kind of fast forward a lot of that. Um, they do go on their like. Training camp, like away from the school, like most sports anime do. Um, they do um, have like these crazy moves that they didn't show in the show at all, and then all of a sudden, characters like, "Oh, I'm getting beat. I can't do it." Oh, I right, know. I'm gonna do this special move, and you're like, "What the hell did that come from?" <laughs> so, yeah. so um, I would say out of their butt, but you know what? It's probably out of their boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so then there's another character, um, which is my favorite character, which is like I don't know, like this the speed button one or whatever. I don't know what the call um, <laughs> Speed Button. Speed button, speed button. <laughs> <laughs> Um Oh my. So basically she uh grew up in a judo dojo and like her dad like has this um like he's like the head of the dojo and everything and he like expects her to take over the um the dojo and all that kind of stuff and she's like no i'm gonna be a Keijo fighter so he's like really really disappointed and he like kind of disowns her and everything and um they show bits and pieces of that but they don't actually like show him like how he's like how he's disappointed like what are his accomplishments and like the history of him like expecting her to take it over and i'm like i feel like if it was a longer show they would have shown that but with this one um because of her judo training she like does a couple moves like later on in the show during the tournaments where it's like oh okay that's where the judo comes in finally but um basically like, all the secret, secret judo butt techniques <laughs> so um, <laughs> um, it's like the, the reason why I like that character the most is because she was like dr- like she was driven kind of like the main character but she was driven for a different reason she's like I'm here not to be the best and not because I love the sport I'm here because I feel like this is something good for me and I feel like I can be the best at a certain aspect of it so she was like focused on like her techniques um which is speed. She ends up uh, meeting another character who uh, their technique is speed also, and it's um, funny to kind of see the two speed people battling <laughs> because it's like it's, just like, and it's like. Are we, are we like in like, like Dragon Ball Z speed at this point? Yeah, basically. Oh. Um, they don't leave the platform because I don't think you can. Is not a I don't think it's in, like it's against the rules to leave the platform, but it's it's it's, it's, so it's like, silly. You just see like speed flashes of them moving around and then like hits, and just like, yeah pops down. And I think, oh. Yeah, like like the character would be standing there in like the position and you see like ten butts on the screen just like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, so it we to and like and,
2: uh, and those type of posts. Okay, I got you. <laughs> so um, it's 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 funny to me. Like I, it's, I don't know. It's What's so hilarious? Funny. Um, there's one character that pissed me off so much because I feel like they wasted that character. Now, in the first episode, when they slowly started like showing other characters other than like the main two or three there's this one girl, she's just like, and I'm like, damn. I'm like, what is she going to be booty. What are you talking about? Like, she's just like the Hulk almost. Like, she's like like, way more built than the the other characters. So, I don't, like her move is like, buns of steel, basically. Mm -hmm. And like, she, like, just tightens them, just like, Ugh! and then when they fight her, it's like, boom, 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 like they're hitting, like, a big metal plate or something like that.
1: And
2: it's, <laughs> it's, oh my God. it's so silly. And, like, the way they animate it is freaking disgusting. I keep forgetting that they do that, and then she, like, powers up, and, like, they show, like, all the muscle lines, like, just oh, show up, and I'm God. like, ah, oh, God, <laughs> it's so bad.
4: She's like the Alex Louise Armstrong of Keijo.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: I will beat you with the techniques handed down the Armstrong
2: lineage for generations. Oh. Oh, <laughs> and um, so I'm ex, I'm like, she's like, to, to me, like, she's, she should be like the toughest character and like just knocking these little girls all over the place. <laughs> no, there's like a character who's like the complete opposite. She's like the the fluffy, bubbly girl, and like. They pair them them two off in one of the training things and she's just like doo, 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 doo. and the girl's like, Ah and then she like boing and just bounces and splashes into the water. And I'm like What was that? I'm like She's supposed to be like the Hulk, just tearing people up and she just bounces off of this little bouncy girl. And so I'm like, Okay, fine, the first episode maybe And then she goes to fight again and I'm like you- I'm like, you better not disappoint me this time.
1: (laughs) Boy, splash. I'm like,
2: go on. But then when they get to the tournament, there's like the school, like the best school, like the most prestigious school that's been winning all of the tournaments for like four years in a row. Maybe they can make an upset. I'm like, okay, maybe. And (laughs) that school also has like a really tough, gigantic, muscly girl. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. They don't even fight each other. Like,
1: <laughs> I'm like,
2: what the hell? And and then they both get knocked off, like, super quick. So, like, out of this whole show, the ridiculous concept and everything, I'm like, whatever. I just put my brain in the other room. I, I look at it as a sports show. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, goodness. So this is the speed character. This is the, like the iron character. And this is like the bubbly, stupid character. I don't even like because She knocking my other character out. And then <laughs> and, you know, the main character who has like this special move that you're not supposed to be using all the time because it can, you can injure yourself. You can and in is, cheek. yeah. And, and, A uh,
4: <laughs> you're going to have two holes. If you use it too much. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> and, and, um, out of all of that is like, I'm, I'm mad because they keep wasting the strong character, which I thought would have been a really cool fight. So those are like the characters that stuck out to me. Then we have um, the main character. She fights basically all different kites, uh, all different kinds of um, players, and it's usually a, a fight of endurance is the reason why she wins, which is like a lot of main characters in anime. <laughs> at the end of the series she fights like the number one girl in like Keijo, like non-professional Keijo and uh oh and then also whenever you see a professional Keijo player their moves are like like not over the top as in like crazy moves but like their powers like completely blows everybody else out of the water so where you're like oh okay if they do end up doing like a pro league or something like that which they they of course they um tease at the end um you end up seeing these like super powerful moves that are kind of crazy with weird stupid names and um there's gonna be a second season of this (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so when the main character got into the tournament she ended up um fighting like basically the big dogs in this school and of course she like beats them uh actually no they, they split it up into like three three different teams and um I think they lost the first match, won the second, and then the third match with the final team is, like, the one that's supposed to break the tie. And, like, everybody's like, oh, my God, they've been, like, the best for four years. And it's, like, an upset. Oh, my God, it's, like, making KJL history and all that kind of stuff. Everybody's all like, ah! And um, she ends up fighting this one girl that's... Um, she's, like, one of them timid girls, but then she's, like, really strong. And <laughs> um, she ends up, like... they. Everybody else gets knocked off or they're like off doing other things. And then it's like a one on one. It's like the most passionate one from the main, like the most passionate character, which is the main character. And then like the best one from the school. And she ends up beating her um, through most of the match. And then all of a sudden she's like struggling to fight. And then all of a sudden she kind of like blanks out. And then her hair turns from like blonde to silver. And then her voice changes, and then she's all like extra mean, and she like knocks out all of her other um, teammates and all that kind of stuff. And she's like a transformed version of herself. And then the main character, who's already like tired from fighting her in the uh, in her original form, now has to fight her in her another form. So like oh. they do, they totally do like this is not even my final form kind of thing. It's just, and, oh my <laughs> god! It's
4: so Dragon so Boobsy.
2: <laughs> yep, pretty yeah. much. So oh God. as you can tell I, I like the show a lot more than I did because
1: <laughs> I, I
2: I now understand what it was trying to do. Um if there's anybody out there who can who likes sports I, had a, I had sports and battle shown in shows and can come like get over the concept of this, I think you would enjoy it because they go all in with the battle shown in tropes. This is so. the best
0: guilty book report I've ever heard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so.
0: Big D. Yeah. So tell me, is there a character in the show that's a plastic surgeon who experiments
1: in god
0: defying implants who's clearly a billionaire because he's the only (laughs) doctor who will put these implants on in on in the country there has to be a character like that it would make more sense if there was like one doctor who's like then they could bring like a weapons aspect into it and like all the implants they ever put into these chicks are like oh it has this aspect to it or this quality and they can have like different moves that would make more sense even though you don't really need to make sense to this show but I just want a billionaire plastic surgeon
4: who's responsible for all of this. That that character has never made more sense to me than in the context of this anime.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, if they continue with the season two, which I'm pretty sure
1: they're (laughs) going to do it.
2: I could totally see that. Being in like the pro series, like the pro, like the pro circuit, because there could be like certain pro players that are like in the black market and like all that kind of stuff. And they could be doing all
4: of them should be like that. No one's born with these dimensions. These are absurd. He just comes out in the trench coat and he's got his, his, his fighter. And he's like, I've created the perfect fighter. Years of experimentation and studies. And she has the ultimate. I don't even know what this. (laughs) Ultimate (laughs) body.
0: They just basically have weaponized implants and they all have different qualities or aspects. In her chest, okay. I have put
4: this chemical blend of silicone and yeah. gunpowder. So when she, <laughs> so when she attacks, the shockwave is tremendous,
0: but they make that character and they can legitimize the show. And I would possibly even watch it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I know. Right.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I could keep talking about this show. Oh, know. I know. I'm We all know. <laughs> this show <laughs> is
0: endlessly entertaining. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so that's all I have for <laughs> <laughs> no, are time, you
4: huh? sure. So, now?
0: Book, are okay, you watch, sure? watch the show
4: also, right? <laughs> Did you finish the season? I didn't watch it. I was like, yeah. if I would have watched this show, you would have. It's like me. gifts
2: online, right? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. did you watch it, though? No, oh, I finished all of that. Oh. No, no, you Jake, did. did. Seeker? Yeah, Seeker? I know.
1: Shane.
2: <laughs> I watched only, like, the first, like, two or
3: three episodes of it, and I'm like, I'm done. I can't. I can't. It's just too much. <laughs> I couldn't even get past their training. Their training was just ridiculous. <laughs> You're going to freaking lift weights with your butt cheeks. I mean, come on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Put the, put the dumbbell between your butt cheeks and be like, all right, let's do crunches. I'm like, are you
1: serious? <laughs> who does that?
0: Anyways, Fine. I think I we should move on to the next one. So who, who else watched it, though, besides you two? Bokeh, you watched it, right?
1: Nope.
0: No? I thought you said you did. Okay, never mind. No. No, no. It <laughs> looks like it
5: would... Painful. Like as a girl, I look at it and I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have a nice butt, but I don't know about putting weight between my cheeks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> make Nicki Minaj weeches.
0: <laughs> I
5: mean, you gotta. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't. I don't know about that.
4: <laughs> that should be the surgeon's character. It should be a character, a caricature of Nicki Minaj. It just makes sense.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So, so I can see uh, Bouquet's point because it's like whenever we see like a guy get kicked in the balls, we're like, oh. So <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> that applies. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball Z bridge I comes mean, to mind.
4: Yeah.
5: And even, what was it somebody had asked me about uh, if girls do chest bumps? And I was like, no, that would, no, that would hurt. So me watching the show would probably be like, oh, ugh, I don't know. I can't watch this.
2: So. Yeah. Well, the next show we have is Magicune Renaissance.
1: Oh,
5: I wish I would have liked it, but I did not. Maybe... I thought it was going to be a cute, like, girly show. I like art. I like, you know, flower arrangements. But seeing this, I don't know. It kind of reminded me. The I only watched, like, up to six episodes. And I think episode five and six had, like, sing-along songs at the end. And I was like, I can't take this. I'm sorry. I tried, but I can't. Like, the first episode... Interesting because I wanted to know. So, this girl goes to school, she's a transfer student, um, and it, it this art stuff like whether it be um, calligraphy, singing, um, instruments, or dancing any kind of art like, whenever a student is there, they try to, I guess, um, perfect it. By whenever this art or amazingness happens, um, they have crystals that you know, come out of whatever art they're doing. Um, well, this transfer student um, goes to the school um, where her mom, I guess, um, she went there, she was super famous, and everybody's like, oh, I no wonder they allowed you to transfer in. Um, it's because of your name. Um, so this girl is trying to be, I guess, live up to her, her mother's name, and she's trying. But... I I felt like I wanted to hear more of that story instead of, I don't know. It feels like I kind of took a left turn in a couple episodes where she's in in a committee and she's in charge of, like, recruiting people.
4: So She recruits six hot guys to fight for her affection. Who would she give the rose to today? Who is going to leave the island? Find (laughs) out on Blatch Lorette season 50. Pretty much,
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: pretty much. Where all of a sudden, all these guys are like, "Oh, I can do this," and like she's inspiration or something. Uh, I don't know. I had to stop.
4: It just, just look at it as a, a reverse harem where mm-hmm. all the guys fight for the girl, and apparently she's the number one. I walked in a couple times, man. It just, it, it seemed instead of making it based on art, they just used that as a way for her to meet guys so then they can fall in love and do all that stuff. I don't know.
3: Because it's... Basically, they made it into a really corny, cheesy, like, romance that did, like, too hard on that, huh? Yeah.
5: Yeah, like, I didn't even... Like, the main character, who she was, I guess, the love interest, kind of. You know, that kind of... Went haywire, and all these other guys were like, "Ooh, who's she?" And and sure, I'll end up liking her. And she inspired me to do this one canvas dance because of whatever. You know, it. I don't know. It, it just wasn't for me. I wanted to like it, and I gave it episodes, but I didn't.
1: Okay.
4: It's just
5: And then the singing song at the end. So I guess if you want to sing.
4: I feel like Frozen is true. <laughs> uh, That's
5: not
2: uh, good references. I saw the first episode, and I, could, it just, I didn't like any of the characters. And uh, I forgot that it was, was going to end up being a reverse harem. So that makes sense. Well, it's kind of disappointing that it switched from like art and all that kind of stuff to a reverse harem. But it doesn't make sense looking at the key visuals. So, um did the main guy that one guy that was that can sing any song, did he like sing any other songs? No. Uh-huh. No, he kept singing the same song. Oh god. <laughs> I was
5: just kinda of like, where's is, is he gonna come back?
4: Is he gonna do anything? Yeah, uh, just Spoiler alert, he did nothing.
5: Uh, <laughs> well yeah, I just stop at episode six.
2: Okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. I wish I did, oh, no. but I didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no need torturing yourself on a show that you don't like. So, all right, the next show that we have is Natsume Eugene Go or Book of Friends 5. Yes,
3: that that you know, it's from season to season because I mean, this is now the fifth season of the series and. From season to season, you get to see a little bit more and you get to learn a little bit more about the main character, Natsume. And, like, you see how bad his past has been growing up and and because of his ability to be able to see, you know, yokai and all that, you know, because he was kind of... I don't even remember exactly. I don't even think they actually explained yet as far as, like, his parents go, uh, as far as, like, their death or if they were just abandon him or whatnot. But, like, he was passed around from family member to family member. And every time, because of his ability, you know, and being as a kid, and he didn't understand it, he would get, you know, in trouble or some things would happen and he'd have to get, you know, sent to a new family and a new family and a new family. Um This season's, I mean, it's much the same thing. You get little excerpts, little stories here and there, um, seeing about his past, but then you also see, you know, what's going on in his current life and how he's actually found himself a good and decent family. And I like in in this season how they do, the current family that he is with, I mean, even from the very start, you could kind of tell that they were good people and. The more that you, the, the few episodes that they kind of showed in it about them, I, I like they did like a backstory kind of like right before he went um, to them, they gave kind of a, a backstory about the people that he's with right now and why they decided to take him in. And I thought that was just, you know, I, it's just kind of like kind of, I think, what Bokeh over there was trying for with the other show. It was kind of a nice, lighthearted, good feel kind of anime to it um, and it does have its little moments of, of action and, and a little bit of suspense in certain areas but and whatnot but if, if uh, for all the craziness like for watching Boon go stray dogs and like their intense action and all over the place being like you know intense moments it's nice for this anime where you get to kind of step back and just enjoy a very quaint but interesting kind of slice of life i guess um and, and again you know you really feel for the characters i think they do an excellent job with characterization you know the the uh, neko sensei his, okay, his yokai cat well, that's with him every time it? it's like you know even from the very beginning when he was like he he kept telling nuts me he's like Eventually, I'm going to eat you, or eventually, I'm going to kill you, or eventually, you know, always talking about his death. But like, the more he's with him and everything, you're like, okay, there's there's a there's a bond between the two of you here. There's there's a there's a nice friendship relationship between the two of you, and you can see how he kind of cares for him and you know tries to help him out whenever he tries to do crazy things, which unfortunately happens quite a bit. <laughs> um, but just because he gets put in situations where doing the right thing is not always the easiest thing in the world to do. So he kind of has to make those hard decisions and whatnot. So, But again, it's it's definitely a nice um, feel-good kind of, of anime with a, a nice slice of life and, and interesting characters to go along with it, because every time he meets with a new yokai, if there's a new story that goes along with it, and it's usually, usually only one episode for each one, But every time they go along with a a new yokai, you know, you get to see different, you know, different ones. They're they're never the same one twice. There's always different ones, different stories to go along with it. So you get to see different aspects. And and I'm not up on necessarily like the the history of like monsters and such from Japan or whatnot. But I like to think that a lot of them, they've taken stories and and things from that and, and just use that as a way to continue along with it. And he again, he just meets them along his journey and along his way. You know, sometimes they're wanting their name back. Sometimes they're just needing help for some reason. And just because he is an actual person who has strong spiritual powers because he can see them, he ends up getting like kind of, I guess, in a sense, Shanghai a lot of the times into helping them out in whatever pot- potential situation or predicament they're in. So. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a lot of fun, you know. It's never like in a moment where you just kind of get irritated or mad at it. It's always just one of those, you know. You get kind of intense moments, and you're like, okay, cool, this is awesome, you know, whatever. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping in the future because I mean, I don't see the reason that they're gonna have like yet another season for this at some point along the way. Um, But I'm hoping in the future that we get more information pertaining to exactly his past and everything that went along with this and and hopefully kind of see what he decides in the future because in the recent series also he's also met with a lot of um, exorcists Mm -hmm. and he's kind of skirting that path a little bit of kind of becoming that because i mean just like with you know people there's always the good and the bad with the yokai and sometimes you can't do anything else with them except exercise them and and banish them essentially uh you know basically basically kill them uh he doesn't like to do that and you know he does seal them a lot of times most of the time but occasionally he does exercise the the whatever monster it is and it's it's interesting to see whether or not that's going to be something he'll do in the future if he'll actually become a full-on Exorcist, just because of his abilities or whatnot, and uh, again, I, I go, I'd like to see more about what his past was like, and see where it, where all this kind of originated and came from. So, so five out of
4: five.
3: Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 five out of five, you know, and I'm I'm the one who was like you know. All in for like, you know, p- things like One Punch Man and and Hellsing Ultimate and just the, the blood, the gore, the violence and everything. And this is a five out of five for a completely different reason. This is five out of five because it's it's a nice, easy, you know, this is something you could probably binge watch and just turn it on and, and just have a nice relaxing moment, you know.
5: That sounds really good after yeah. Yeah, like a nice i don't know after work kind of calming down anime definitely definitely because again i mean and and just the
3: you get those moments like you know those little things that you see with uh neko sensei and him the little bonding moments they do like you know there was one point where he was he was sick and you know his his actual form is a big basically wolf almost kind of almost kind of like in the same sense as uh uh, Naruto, with the fox, but, you know, in that same, like, size kind of factor. He's just a huge wolf character. Um, and, like, when he transforms, like, in a room, he will fill the room completely up, basically. And, you know, there's one moment where he's, like, and, and in his, his cat form, and he's, like, telling him, oh, you're such a weak human, you know, oh, why do you have to get sick all the time? Why do you, know, complain and everything to him? And then, at the end of it, like, you see him, and and like the you'll see you'll see uh, Natsume kind of wake up a little bit, and he kind of is like, "What is that?" And then he kind of draws drifts back to sleep, and then you notice that he's in his wolf form, curled up around him, giving him you know warmth and and Aww. trying to and yeah, and it's kind of one of those yeah, you just kind of get those one of those smirks, just like, "Oh, that's nice," you know. So, I mean, it's it's one of those you're like, you know, he always complains. He always says, you know, eventually, yeah, you know, you're going to die. I'm going to take the book for myself and this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, then there's just these moments you're just like, you look at him and go, yeah, you're just saying that. You're saying that because you kind of have to because you're a yokai and you don't want to look weak in front of everyone else. But in reality, you really care for him, so.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 So, um... I want to say that this is a really, really good slice of life show because Shade is really not a big fan of slice of life shows. <laughs> no, no. And for this one to hold on, hold his attention for five seasons and maybe six, I definitely want to um, recommend it. Because I saw the first episode and it, I don't know, it's like being in a world with yokai is some, somewhat similar to like Inuyasha. Because that's a show that I had watched a lot of and it was cool to see like all of these different types of yokai and be, like watching this show is more of more of like a realistic like present day kind of yokai experience. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I really want to get back to it but
1: because I filed it. Finally-
2: Go ahead. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm glad I finally um, watched an episode of it just to see, like, why you've loved it for five seasons. And I, I see I see all of them.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean, like you were saying, with, like, the different yokai, there's always times, because, like, there's been friends of his who have asked about it and been like, so you know do you you know you've seen these things and then he's kind of opening up to some people about that and it's funny when he's just walking through school and sometimes you'll see like some some like figure probably about the size of maybe like a large dog kind of floating in the air like following somebody but then you'll see like these little tiny like beady beady, maybe about yay big just kind of like sitting there or walking along and and it's always just interesting to see the different varieties and different things and all that. So, you know,
5: that was good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm always inspired to watch the show after you talk about it. <laughs> so passionate. One about of these it. days, one of these days. Yeah, one day I'll start from the beginning.
0: <laughs> 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 so shade, you have you been following it from the beginning also or? Yeah. Okay oh yeah no i started it like from the very i think i i I
3: missed like the first season and when it saw season two i was like i'll give it a shot and once i hit from the first season i just i couldn't stop i just kept watching this this is season five
0: okay Um, so now there's five complete seasons out there for it and so now could you watch this could you watch season five by itself or do you need the previous seasons to make sense of it I think you kind of do. I mean, it's not it's it, there are things you probably would be able to be like, OK, you
3: know, this is kind of cool or whatnot. You can follow, but you, but you it, don't
0: understand the, the it would have more. Finding.
3: Yeah, it would have more of an impact for it if you'd mm-hmm. actually seen some of the, the first ones. OK, because again, like I said, it, it's like each one of them is kind of their own story and in, in, in of itself, almost almost episodically, basically. Um, but at the same time, it, they all kind of string together because it is basically following his life. So, okay.
2: Yeah, I would say because what I did was I watched the first episode of the fifth season just to see like what he loves so much about this show, and I was completely like absorbed by the show. Like it's a, it. I'd say the first episode you don't need to know anything. Like you wouldn't feel lost. Like he he explains a lot of what's going on, and if you want just a little taste of what the show has, then I would definitely say check out the first episode because. If you like that, then you'll
1: definitely like
4: the story. The oh, yeah. Definitely. It's just good storytelling.
3: Oh, yeah. And and to me, that's one of the best things you can have in any sort of media whatsoever. Is just, you know, because like Big D said, I don't usually like slice of life enemies, but this one has just enough of a twist to it that it keeps my attention.
5: That's good. That's good. That's kept your attention.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And the next show we're going to be talking about is Occultic 9.
0: Okay, so this one is mine. And full disclosure, I've only gotten about halfway through the season. And I know going in, it started out really strong, and it's still good. And granted, only being half about halfway through the season, it's it kind of reminds me of... Uh, do rah 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 in, in a way. Yeah. We have. Has anyone else watched, like, the first episode? Yeah. I've, I've watched, I want to say, about
4: five or six myself, so... Okay, so I we're in the same boat.
0: Yeah. These two, and what about y'all?
4: Yeah, we, we've seen... Well, we saw the first two episodes, but... We're at two. But if uh, you said it's kind of like do-rah-rah, I can kind of see where it's at with how all the different characters that they've oh, shown will interact well, with each other. Well, there's so
0: much going on, so... Shade and I are pretty much in the same place, then if you're, I'm only five episodes in. Yeah, but it, you have all these different characters. I can't even remember all their names because there's so many characters. No, yeah, no. And they're all going through this world and this storyline at different points, and they're all kind of converging in a way. And then, sort of like how in that show where you had Celti, who was like the mysterious part of it, that in kind of the intrigue, you have like this, like kind of this uh, spiritual realm that may or may not have ulterior motives, and they're playing a part in like the conflict that's going on and you know with all like the uh like the mass suicides and you know like the spirits and demons of the world that you know they're they're still trying to prove they exist or not she they kind of play that parallel to that to that show and that's why i kind of see see that as like a similar show because you have all these characters you know coming to a convergence But see,
3: in that regards like i think i don't know
0: I don't the think cults, they do yeah, it. the cult's involved, too.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that a cult nine does it quite as well as... No, they don't. No, because it's like they're almost like all over the place. Yeah. And I have... I, you know, it, Whereas with like... do rah ra ra I had a pretty it. easy time. Yeah, I had a pretty easy time following it, going, okay, this person's doing this. This person's doing this. I'm like losing track of people. I'm like, okay, yeah. what are they doing? What are they doing? What is this doing? And cool. I... I don't know about I'll still you but it. Yeah, I'll still finish it. The main character though, God he annoys the hell yeah. out of me.
0: Yeah. Oh my he's pretty, god. He's like he's pretty dumb.
3: Yes. Like you, <laughs> you, Okay and Graham, that you guys don't even understand. Like later on you're looking at him going, Oh my god, I'm gonna smack the crap out of you because you
4: just don't you're not thinking. You going to Yeah. Well I, I know, got I got that from the beginning of the second episode where he, oh, yeah. at the end of the first episode, he's like, oh yeah, I want to do this and I want to find this and, da, 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 da. and then he gets exactly what he wants and he's like, oh, I, don't, I don't know what to do, oh, what's going on? It's just, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of got annoyed about that first sequence. when. when uh, well,
0: I mean, he had lofty goals, you know, he wanted yeah. to get fame and notoriety and money, but, you know, then when he actually sees what it takes to pursue it, then he, he's in o- over his head and he doesn't know how to handle it. He can't handle stress. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Because like he's going around with that freaking key, trying to put it in like anything, yeah. and I'm like, "Are, Are you from- serious? Do you think oh, it just perfect. fits anywhere?" You pulled it like, out of a guy's even head thinking right now. Yeah. Look a keyhole. Let me see if it fits. No, yeah, exactly. that's not how that works.
4: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Do you think the problem with the show is the writing? Because you said it's not, it doesn't do it as well as Do-Ra-Ra-Ra. It, it, do, it,
0: it, it does it well enough, but it's definitely not as good as Do-Ra-Ra-Ra. But it, it kind of has that same feel to it. Uh, I think the, th- the main things that still take me out are basically they talk way too fast. Yeah. I was about to ask if they're still talking about yeah. well, They still talk way too fast. And then I'm kind of concerned because, like, I, like, Shade and I agree, it – well i mean i know i brought it up but it reminds me of that show but they don't do it anywhere near as well
1: yeah. i'm just
0: kind of afraid that are still it's still intriguing and i still will continue to watch it and want to find out where they're going with it but like any kind of show where there's just like kind of a well i guess in this case it is a murder mystery but you know whenever there's like intrigue and mystery behind stuff as they you know as they reveal it you're just concerned once you get that shock factor out of the way and you know the story or what the events are and how they unfold, will you still be interested? And I don't know yeah. if this show will keep me interested like do Rabra I did. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure about that either. It just. It I, I'll seems still like watch it's, it, but I want to see how it wraps up. It seems like it's open, leading to
3: something potentially interesting, but I don't know and, if it's going to be worth it. Not the even eight.
0: interesting, but big too. Yeah, that too. But it's only 12 episodes, so it's not asking much. But yeah. – uh, it started out really strong because, you know, it ended with, you know, the first episode ended with the murder. And then you have this looming mystery of there are all these dead people in the lake. And it has to do with some kind of weird uh, theory left behind by Nikola Tesla. And they're trying to, you know, un- yeah. un- unravel that and see if it's some kind of connection. And there's like, you know, the occult and the spirit and like a spirit kind of demonic world having an influence it's all coming to a head and you have all these different parties coming at all different angles trying to figure it out and you don't I mean, know it, what like the the some of the characters intrigue me
3: yeah like totally. okay obviously the main character i, I could do without no, i'm just kind of like care. okay he's done or, her, or, or like the uh yeah. huh? or his partner oh god Booms she's at least me. kind of just Funny, but and just like a, you want to smack your, your but she, head, but she's away. bubbly
0: and she's bubbly and empty headed and stuff, or airheaded, you know. She's yeah, uh, she, so she's, she's kind of sh- fun, but she gets annoying quick, yeah. And don't get but see, the main character is just annoying
3: from the get go, oh, yeah, uh, totally. but anyways, like I think, like, probably as far as me, me goes, the, the more interesting of it has to be like uh that one, uh, like fortune teller curse person, yeah, she's
0: interesting. Yes, I'm like I don't even know what's going on with well, her. she lived and with like, her corpse brother for a year. and didn't, Yeah, that was cool. I and was then like, she Whoa. has like, some me. sort of like demon person, like as a partner or someone who's following along. Well, with Well, he her, started or... following her and then like yeah. kind of saved her from you know taking her own life. And then he just she was convinced that he was a devil. So now he's just like I like the attention. She's cool with having like a spirit servant. So it's kind of like mutually works out
3: yeah so i mean it's just kind of weird situation but at the same time i'm like this is kind of cool i kind of like that it's kind
0: of cool creepy and weird yeah uh it's like almost like if they would have
3: had her be the main focus point instead of the other guy i'd have been i agree or the or the (laughs) author because she
0: clearly is she clearly has a deeper role in this yes yes because it's like, like
3: it's 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 more of the annoyance of the fact that we've seen all this stuff going on so the people that are there, following that, have, are like huge skeptics of everything that's going on, yeah. or don't quite believe, and then get like baffled when they see stuff like this. Are the more annoying ones? You're like, okay, come on, We're, we've been down this road. Let's accept it and let's just move on. Well, come on com- I
0: mean, we we have the luxury of seeing all the sides. They're figuring it out on their own, you know. In no, I get time. it, but it's the like same time you're like lo- yeah. It's one of those. As the viewer, you get a no- more annoyed by that sort of thing. The two detectives that are kind of the two guys are trying to unravel the the mystery i'm okay with them but i really like the the uh the the occultist, like the fortune the fake fortune teller that girl yeah. and the author are kind of the most intriguing characters to me right now
3: oh yeah definitely definitely
0: totally I, I feel like like the things that are happening right now with the author it's all you know premonitions from her writings which she apparently saw in her dream so like I don't know if there if she's actually behind it, and maybe she has some kind of weird power where like her dreams become reality, something like that, or or if this is like a mass hypnosis or a mass suicide, you know, based on yeah. you know a cult, uh Oh
3: yeah,
1: and I mean it would be interesting. Don't know. It'd be
3: interesting to see if like if if that was the case, even if it was the first one where it's like she's behind it, it'd be yeah. it'd be interesting if it, if she was behind it and then just didn't know it
1: like yeah, she exactly. was just
3: writing these things and it was unwitting. just happening yeah an unwitting uh, accomplice or so maybe just yeah, yeah. so that
1: would, would
0: be but the it. thing but the thing is we're halfway through and we they need to start because right now they're about halfway through and they're expanding like they haven't really started converging everything yet they're still yeah. like going with every character and go having all those characters pursue their logical natural uh, you know storyline plot points and they need to start like Bring that inwards to where they show how they're all connected. Otherwise, they're just going to end the se- they're going to end the season with it still too scattered, yeah. and then you're going to lose yeah. interest because they need
3: to yeah, start I know, explaining I completely
0: agree.
1: I, completely I, agree.
3: I mean, it, it just seems like they have. I think they they bit off more than they can chew
0: when they were in regards to it. Who the creators of the show? You mean? Yeah, possibly. But I I hope that, like I said, because it's a mystery, that once the mystery is revealed, they there's something to go on into a second season. And not only that, that they can keep you intrigued. Yeah, and that's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, I mean, especially like
3: we were saying, because it doesn't seem like they the the style that they're doing it in is the same one that Do Ra Ra did, and it doesn't seem like they're doing it
0: nearly as well. But it has a different angle, to, it has a slightly different angle to it, which is very interesting. But hopefully, yeah. the the latter half will pick up. Sure. But I'm still I'm still uh, hopeful, and I'll I'll definitely finish it.
2: Yeah. Ooh, still cool. has my attention. <laughs> for now. So, so from what I like, I watched the, um, I watched the first two episodes and I liked um, the premise of the story and I liked the, like the world that they were building, but, I have to like I don't know, like prep for the show because, it's too fast. Like, oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. A couple um, of times I have to do like the rewind ten seconds
0: thing. Yeah. There, I so have to it, do it a couple times
2: <laughs> the same
3: I mean, for, yeah.
0: with, with a mystery
3: With a mystery You kind of
0: every, every bit of information Is important Exactly And there's so much of it Yeah And so many characters They can't afford To talk fast like they do No It's like, no. like the worst Mixing ideas ever Yeah No completely Yeah
2: like, we only got 12 episodes. Shove as much dialogue as you
4: can. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Um, You have characters talking on top of each other. So you're trying to read three different lines at once. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Oh, yeah, they did have in the second episode where they have it at the top and the bottom. And I was like, what's going on?
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess it works if you understand the language. But if you're trying to read, it's like, man, I I can't read two books at once.
0: Like, if they can get good voice actors and do a really good dubbing, I think this would be a fine dub series. you really have to get some really good voice actors for that. That's what I'm saying. But, like, get good voice actors, but also make sure the translation's done really well. And you can just listen to it, you know, without obviously having to know the language and having to, like, you know, just read. Because, I mean, obviously in English we talk, you know, some more than others. You can talk very quickly. But if you don't have to worry about having to... The translation to seeing it to digesting it and then absorbing that information oh wait two more things two more lines went by while i was trying to absorb that first sentence you know like yeah if they could dub it well and properly with good voice actors it, i think it'd be a fine dub series.
1: you know
3: and that's it's, it's kind of funny I, I i can't remember the last time i've actually watched a dubbed,
1: dubbed anime
0: yeah <laughs> I mean, they're usually like shown it they're usually like, shown
4: in shows if they
1: are. I mean anything. it's
4: just they don't they don't they don't do as well as they used to. No. Back in my day, my dubs sounded good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my dub was way better than this.
2: <laughs> so I'll say overall from what I'm hearing, you guys love the premise is just the dialogue's too fast, and the main characters are not the interesting characters. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, like, if they would swap it, and, like, you're following, like, some of the other but, characters, and then those guys know, come in... That's the thing, they don't really have to swap, swap anything,
0: because they, they give a lot of people equal time, so it's really spread out. Okay. It's just, we don't, some of the characters, we'd rather just not know too much about yeah. what they're doing. <laughs>
1: If they could like, just yeah, join could
4: everybody just, in the lake everything would be okay yeah, we
0: could just skip along this I mean if you then, just like jumped in the middle of it you wouldn't know who the main character was maybe you'd pick up on it but like you just have to know who the main character is for the sake of knowing who the main character is I think they give him a little bit more time than all the others but it's pretty spread out About the only interesting thing I can say about him is
3: not even necessarily about him per se it's the fact that his little the the person on the radio that talks to him mm. That that's kind of interesting to me, and I always enjoy it because she always says exactly what I'm thinking, calling him an idiot and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> idiot! What are you doing? Yep, that's what I was gonna say too. I mean,
0: she's also a plot device too. I mean, she keeps the yes. story moving forward. So this is true.
2: Is that the same person that got him out of that room in the second episode? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. I feel like maybe comparing this to Dora that it it's it's swapped. And do or you're following the main characters and they're more serious. And yeah. then every now and then you get splashes of like wacky characters that'll show up from time yeah. to time. And and people getting beside- punched out of their clothes, which is the best thing I've
0: ever seen <laughs>
4: getting hit with the machines.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> god,
2: that was amazing! It was that a works. good show. Mm-hmm.
1: Has anybody
2: here finished the whole thing? I did not finish. The no, one. I, I have not.
4: I think I'm on the second season of Dooraara times two.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> could just <laughs> times two. Yeah. <laughs> Dooraara, do-ra-ra. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, I think I'm about, I have about a season and a half left, but okay. yeah, I want to go back and finish that one too. It was just the second that- season, right? They just made a second season. That's it so far. No, no, it's so, like a.
4: Another series because they had then they had like two or three seasons in the first Durarara, and then seasons, this kind of picks days. up after the uh, the events of the first one.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. So basically, there's a a two core first season, and then there's yeah, three all two core. cores. Yeah. Then there's a three core second season. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So there's only two seasons. I mean, two seasons you not, per. But se- if, if you don't yeah. break it down to the core thing. Yeah. If you don't break it down, the down co- to the cores. The cores. The like, core things break- have. I
3: was going to say, if you don't break it down through the cores, then, like, once that season ends, it feels wrong because it never, it doesn't end on the actual, what you think a season would end on. Because you're like, wait, there's more to this. We just, like, stopped. You know, it's like suddenly putting on the brakes to a season. You're like, come on now.
2: Yeah. And I was like, each of the three cores has their own name. So I don't really know how they wanted to go like, is it Dura season four is the end or, or what? But yeah, um, yeah that's another show. I, I want to get back to, but yeah, <laughs> no oh, you watch that whole thing
3: all over again. You already done that no, once. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's way more fresh in my mind than the first season. So i probably just start. i probably start the chord and I'm on over and that'll be it. But, uh, so, yeah, um, maybe we all could get together and finish a cultic night. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Let's do it. And then we can pause and be like, okay, what happened? <laughs> Everybody pick a character. You read those lines. No.
3: Yeah. You get this character. You get that character. And you
1: get that
2: character. <laughs> That's the next show we're going to be talking about is Scorching Ping Pong Girls. Did anyone watch this but me? I I've only seen the first episode. Oh, the
1: pressure's on.
0: <laughs> huh? Pressures on you. Oh. Uh,
1: shade.
2: Nope. I didn't see this no. one. All right. No. Alright. Big D.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you
2: think? Uh from the first episode I liked where it was going. Uh I liked most of the characters. I um I think that the characters get sweaty way too quick i don't know what that's about <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah because they're like okay i'm playing in a match let's start pa 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 i'm sweaty now pa pa and i'm like what,
0: well they what do a time though and yeah granted it's like maybe one match in but you don't know how long the volleys are so they're like moving back and forth really quick so you don't know how long they've been doing it though
2: you just yeah, see the I'm, end result i'm you like can probably i wake up a sweat I don't know what kind of clothes they wear, but I, I, like, I played tennis in high school and I never got that sweaty, so uh, I don't know. But um, long term it. but,
5: it was, yeah, a but long it was long term. But with this one, it was yeah. just like one point in their sweating bullets.
2: Yeah, but um, other than that, and one of the characters that I don't like because of their proportions, um, I think <laughs> that the character was. Uh, Would it be the that, um, teacher? Uh, no, Mooni Mooni. Yeah. Um, oh, she's a teacher. Oh, she is. Yeah. She a teacher actually participates in matches
0: and stuff. Well, uh, I mean, they call her senpai. I mean, but she kind of is one of the teachers. She is a third
2: year, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, usually like the upperclassmen teach the uh, the lowerclassmen and stuff like that. Yeah. So I can see how how they uh treat it say she's like a teacher i do like the two um the two characters that i saw in the first um episode where there was one who was already like the ace of the team or becoming the ace of the team and then the new character yeah and then a new character came in and she's kind of like challenged that role yeah yes
0: a and kori were
2: pretty good yeah but um or koyori sorry koyori yeah so i've only seen the first episode and i the show seemed promising to me because i like sports anime, so. but what did you think about this? have you seen more I watched. I finished the whole thing ah, okay, cool, right. I, I,
0: I'm not I've never been the sports anime type of guy I loved this show it was so I was surprisingly very good I love the characters I, I didn't really have a problem with the teachers proportions even though they do you know do the you know the boob jokes or whatever using them as like a pillow or something like that or just being stupid stupid with it and they only did it every now and then it wasn't like overbearing or anything like that The char- I love the characters, they all had their own aspects to them and you have the, I mean, I think you have the picture up, yeah, if the uh, redheaded girl, her name's uh, Kiori, it starts with her transferring in, so she's a transfer second year I think, yeah, she's a second year student who's a transfer to this new high school and you have Agari who's the uh, purple-haired girl she was already like the designated like solidified like ace of the team and pretty much like a superstar and she comes in as the new girl and pretty much upsets the whole balance and they basically become rivals and they have different reasons you know why they play table tennis and what fuels them one's more selfish than the other but they both end up kind of appreciating each other and all the other characters have their own different aspects so you have like uh uh, Hanabi, the yellow, the blonde character. She's kind of like the spunky, crazy, fun type. who's always like all over people, like pulling their hair and stuff like that. And she, she's more of like a speed player. Uh, all the, all the different players have the different aspects of play and techniques to them. And I appreciate that they like, they explain so much of like table tennis techniques and just break it down. And they like spend each episode like talking about that character while advancing the storyline, like talking about their different play styles and, and bring, bring uh, different aspects of table tennis to it. And I had, I know uh big D like you could kind of appreciate it. Cause you did play tennis and I played tennis, you know, in my younger years. And then when I went to college, I became like a big ping pong enthusiast <laughs> and did <could> not <laughs> stop playing. So I was like, I only watch it on that basis. I'm like, maybe it might be pretty good about ping pong and they go into a ping pong a lot and I, I like how much they break it down obviously it's it's more exaggerating you know with different the different moves and effects and stuff like that but it's still it still holds pretty true and it's just really fun to watch and it was kind of it kind of felt like a shonen show to me because there's just constant conflict like every episode there's like this person going against this person and eventually building up to a big tournament to go to nationals. And so whenever you have like essentially battles or fights going on, it basically kind of turns into like a sports shown in show and any show like that is going to be just popular just because there's constant conflict and keeps your attention. And the action was fun. Uh, it obviously wasn't like flawless. I'd give it like a good four out of five, but it was just a really fun, good anime and the material was fine and it and it explains it to you and brings you in and i love the opening still love the opening
4: it's It's just just really fun and spunky but okay so i got a question for big d this is the second sports anime on the list if you take out the ridiculousness of keijo who do you think stays more true as far as a sports anime to how to progress the story in keeping it interesting with all the characters and how they, they play out each episode and each match and all of that.
2: So, let's... I guess... um, Because Keijo kind of blends, like, battle shonen anime with sports, they kind of, um, like, win in their own aspects. I would say... Um, Ping Pong Girls is mostly a uh, sports anime, so the sports cliches, like and um, like tropes, will. It probably did more of those. And as far as Keijo, yes, it's based on a sport, but it's more shown in battle where there's like, I. I don't know, let's say we're doing wrestling or something like we're wrestling, but with Keijo, they're like, Oh, I'm gonna throw you into the sky and then jump up and like slam you into the earth and like shatter the platform. It's over the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly, over the top. So Yeah, Keijo's way more over the top, and way different. And I would say ping pong girls is more of a true sports anime in those. Yeah. Films. Mm-hmm
0: but they, there's so many different techniques and strategies and everyone has a different strategy and technique so you see like a whole gamut and they've only scratched the surface like they left it open for a second season they barely tapped into it and as long as it's popular they'll definitely make a second season it was really enjoyable I would definitely watch the second season for sure nice Ooh, yeah it was a really, it's a really fun anime I enjoyed it
2: I will have to give back to that one
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the next show we have on the list is Trickster
4: alright so this was ours and uh, so
5: I think Shade did you see this too?
4: Yeah I watched this one too. Right, do, do you want to start it off or do you want me to start it off?
3: I, I mean, I'm almost more curious to see what you guys think about it because I might have a completely different opinion on it. But So I'm I'm let you guys take this one.
4: Okay. Uh, so I, I liked the first episode. I liked the first couple of episodes. It was interesting because they took, the, like I guess, the first half of the season and each character got an episode to kind of get your backstory of that character. And how it is that they came to be a part of the detective agency. So it starts off, the first episode they introduce Hanazaki and Kobayashi. So it kind of starts off with him and kind of meeting everybody. And that's where they introduce the characters. And then the second episode, I believe it's the wheelchair guy. It kind of shows his backstory, what happened to him. Uh, And then I believe it goes to the lead detective, Akichi. Akechi how you pronounce his name? He gives his backstory and how uh, he interacts with the main villain of the season, and it's kind of cool because they did it in a, in a they did it in a cool way. It's not just flashbacks. It's kind of with the lead detective Akichi, he's talking to a uh, an officer, a police officer, the one that always calls him to to uh, the scene of the crime or whatever. Mm-hmm. So as he's talking to her, it's kind of she's asking questions. He's kind of reluctant to give it up, but it, it shows the viewer why it is that he's reluctant to tell her about it. So he never really tells her, but you still get. It. And uh, it's, it's similar with with the the character in the wheelchair. He has an interaction with another character from his past, and they they're kind of conversating about it, but not really. It's more of his. Him thinking about how we got there, and how they're trying to, how he's trying to avoid the conversation while he's being confronted by it, and it built up really nice until you get to Hanazaki's story, where you get the the backstory between the relationship of him and his father and his brother, and why it is that his brother's gone and why he really doesn't like his dad. I thought that's where it did its best, and then kind of. Started going off the rails because his character does a complete one eighty. So he's 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 enthusiastic about helping and, and he wants to do all of this stuff and, and all of this crap. And then his brother is introduced into the story and then all of a sudden it gets serious for him.
5: Turns into a different person. Yeah. A different character.
4: He turns into a completely different person. And uh and then it just kind of he goes crazy and all of that stuff. And then in, while all of this has happened, they have the guy that you assumed would be the the center of the story, which is Kobayashi, the guy that can't be killed, and he's just there in the background, yep. breaking through a wall, and that's all he does. He's just there to put a hole in the wall, just take out defenses, and then all the other characters come in. So I'm like, man. Okay. I don't know. To me, it's like, okay, I. With, with his,
3: the, the kid who kind of did a 180, it's like I could kind of see they did like kind of a slow degradation with him because he kept getting yelled at. He kept getting, you know, hey, you did your job, sure, but you didn't follow orders, this, that, and the other thing. He kept kind of getting put down. So I could kind of see where some of that came from, but I do kind of agree that it did kind of his complete turn in that regards seemed out of completely almost almost out of nowhere it was yeah. just kind of like wait what why um but yeah my disappointment was to see the kid that we met from the very beginning the one who couldn't be killed and you know he, the other kids like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna eventually i'm gonna find a way to kill you i'm gonna find a way to kill you and then he kind of said that he's going to he's going to make it to where he made a promise to himself that he his challenge for himself was to see if he could actually get the kid to to want to live more than want to kill himself. Yeah. Before he actually found a way to kill him, and it's like, okay, I could follow all that. That was fine, and I wanted to see more of that. I wanted to see more of the interactions, yeah. more of the 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 things with him, because out of everyone. Again, you know, everyone was kind of interesting in their own right, but the most interesting one of them all was the kid who cannot die. Yeah. You know, why did this happen? What is it going on? What is it? You know, you want to you want to know these things. And then the last three or four episodes, like he said, it's like he took a back. He, he went to the back burner. They're like, no, we're not really gonna. I, I do appreciate kind of the comedic effect they had with him because mm-hmm. their use for him was. Okay, something really big and dangerous is coming this way. Here, go out in front of us.
1: You know, yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I appreciate that little comedic effect that they had with them. They're like, all right, we need to break in here. Here, you go ahead. You know, or something's about to explode. Can you go in there for us? And you know,
1: yeah,
3: I kind of appreciate that. But it seemed like it could have been like something that was kind of a footnote, and they kind of moved on after that. But they just kind of kept them there. They're like, no. I, I, See, I think they got to the point where they just didn't know what to do with him. So they yeah. just, they just was like, okay, we're going to focus on this instead.
4: See, and, and I wouldn't have minded the, the the story of Hanazaki if he would have gone crazy, but it feels like it was too rushed because they yeah. introduced him as this happy-go-lucky character and then yeah. in the spread of of two episodes. Yeah. You know, and, and it happened, I mean, I kind of get what it was, but it kind of seems like he handled it irrationally because... It's not like his brother's gone, so it's not like, oh, well, I can just go talk to him and see what happened. But instead, he's just like, oh, I hate everybody. You're trying to replace me with the indestructible dude. Um, I hate everybody. My dad's a punk and blah, blah, blah. Like, that, that that part seemed kind of rushed. When, no, they, when they introduced the main villain and when he starts interacting with them, that kind of makes more sense to me as to why he would be mad at everybody versus... His brother just being stopped from doing crazy things.
3: And see, the main villain, I like the main villain. I think that he had a lot of that. He or she, because it kind of seemed a little bit ambiguous. Yeah. Huh? An yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. It seems a little bit like, wait, wait, hold on. Is that the woman or is that I'm confused. Yeah,
4: I couldn't I remember because in the flashback it was a girl and then now yeah. it's a guy. So I don't yeah. know what's going on.
3: Or maybe it's just a really masculine. I don't know. I'm like, all right, we're just gonna leave it at that. I'm just gonna go on the assumption that they're the same people, and we're just gonna move on from there. Yeah. But because of like that, and and the way that interaction had, and the way you saw the flashback, and the coming of, of the power of this villain and the way it was, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I like this. Yeah. But then we kind of we kind of left it. Yeah. See, it's like they they started a little bit of it and they started to explain a little bit of it and they're like eh, no we'll leave that alone we'll just kind of leave that there
4: it's like I get the person's motive kind of I mean it doesn't make sense but I can kind of see why she's she he's doing all of this stuff it's kind of to to get I guess payback or mess with this person. I don't know if it's necessary. Yeah, see, and back. it's this kind of thing, it's like you go
3: see it, but it's kind of one of those just like, oh wait, you 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 kind of started to do a, a reasoning and pushing yeah. this out, and then you just stopped.
4: Yeah, and then you know what the last episode? It just kinds of I don't know. They, they built it up. There was a bunch of action, and then the last episode is twenty minutes of them standing in the same spot.
5: I felt like you talking and yelling. A lot.
4: Yeah, yeah. I felt
5: like he was crying so much yeah and it was just
4: a sad ending yeah and then and then it kind of seems like they try to tie together with the villain and and Koyashi, the kid that can't be killed where he, he has a, a a small conversation or a short conversation with them and it says oh we're the same like they're the same experiment or they came from the same experiment or something so it kind of it tells you that he's an experiment but it doesn't
3: And, but like, like solidified that just kind of came out of nowhere. And you're like, wait, but you guys aren't even like necessarily the same. You're kind of different in your own way. How does this, how does this, it's like none of it really made sense. You almost feel like the end of it, they're just like, we don't know what to do. Let's just throw it all in here and say that it's good, you know? And you're like, come on, really? Yeah. You built up a good start and then you just fell off at the end.
4: I think that there's one part where you see, Kichi take a shot and he doesn't hit him, and they kind of blended. So there were this is I guess this is me just trying to tie it together. But when he talks to Kobayashi and he says, "Me and you are more alike," he goes, "You're you're a better version of me, or, or your powers have produced better than mine," something like that. So it kind of makes you wonder if when he takes that shot, did he miss, or was it deflected? Like, you know, how Koba actually gets the force field and that blocks everything. So, I don't know yeah. if that's just me trying to put two pieces together or if, yeah. if that's kind of what they were hinting at. But um, Either way, it was very, very vague and very ambiguous in yeah. what they were saying. But I'll, I'll be interested to see if they make a second season. I would, I'll watch you know the first couple of episodes to see if they kind of explain things better or if they just kind of if it, if it kind of goes back to the same formula as the first one where it starts off happy and then they try to make it dark.
3: i don't know it almost I, I almost want to see if maybe did they just run out of funding towards the end there did they did they have something in mind planned and then towards the end they were just like eh, we don't have enough to be able to do this so let's just wrap it all up I'm I'm a little curious because I mean it, that almost seems like the way it was because it just it, it just ended so weirdly and it just didn't seem like it was supposed to be that way.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean the the ending certainly didn't fit what they were building up for. I guess
3: if you look at like the first episode in comparison to the final episode, it's almost like night and day.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It was it was interesting enough to get me through the season. I just feel that the ending is what, what kind of killed it for me. Last, like, what, four or five episodes, just just like, okay, come on, really? Yeah.
3: You had an interesting yeah. story, you had an interesting characters, and you just decided to dump it.
4: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. They had interesting pieces. It just they didn't tie together perfectly or Uh, good enough to make it make sense
3: and they didn't follow with the more interesting characters
4: yeah
5: definitely the theme of tonight (laughs) yeah
3: where are all the interesting characters going damn it I need more interesting
1: characters
2: (laughs) yeah alright well yeah I've only seen one episode and I was kind of iffy on the characters I my prediction was correct that I, the first episode was so chaotic I couldn't tell what was going on. And then like the next episode is like I said was like explaining each character and how they belong to the whole story. So um Oh yeah, I don't know. He'll talking me out of this one like you will talk me out of that other show. <laughs> the taboo tattoo? No, uh, I
4: this one, this one is a lot better than taboo tattoo. Oh, you know, it is, is a lot
3: better, but it seems like it, it's kind of funny how it seems like the ones that both both you and I seem to watch, the you know Ray and, and bouquet, we always seem to watch the ones that end up kind of being one of those either meh or just failures completely. Yeah.
5: It's so funny because we're so excited watching the very beginning and then we come back.
3: Yeah, and then we come back and we're like, oh, God, why?
4: (laughs) I shouldn't have had
2: that last beer. (laughs) (laughs) The last show we're going to be talking about is Beauty on Ice. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing that I
4: know from the show is that apparently it's really good. My uh, co-worker
5: yeah. told me about it too.
4: <laughs> There's there has been so so much
3: publicity and, and just general hype on the yeah. show.
1: Yeah.
2: Who's the studio behind this again? Ooh <laughs> uh, I want to say Mappa, yeah, it was Mappa. The huge thing about Yuri on Ice is the um, is the story and the development of the characters. Um, The show has a non-traditional relationship in it that um, is being very progressive, and it's somewhat changing the industry because of how popular a show with this type of relationship is. Um, MAPPA is still knocking it out of the park with the animation. Everything is gorgeous in this show. The characters are really well developed. And it's... This show, like, that's a... Like, KJL that we talked about earlier is like a sports show with over-the-top action, like a battle shonen show. Um, The... What was it? Ping Pong Girls? is like a real in-depth sports show that teaches you a lot about the sport. This show is like a sports show mixed with um, Slice of Life where it's like you're learning about the characters you're following the characters through all of these tournaments and there's the relationships developing between two of the main characters a few of them side characters you get to see um, like Yudi the main UD, not UDO, the blind guy, but um, the main UD, you get to see like his family and like them cheering him on. Like they're all sitting in front of the TV or they're sitting in the crowd and they're all like, yeah, yeah, cheering on with them like as he goes out, uh, goes through the whole show. So it's it's really like a really really cool show that you kind of get involved with and you're like oh my god and you like wait up for wait for your favorite character's routine to show up and you're like ah oh, it's so much better than all these other guys wait get the score so um it's um i don't know i just i just really really liked it i loved following these characters throughout the the whole season um now big d did you watch the whole season Yes, I watched okay. the whole thing and they um, they sequel baited it so they could okay. just like you follow this um, series of um, tournaments. And then there was one character who's actually like the most popular and he kind of steps aside and starts coaching one of the other characters throughout this whole season. And as the season goes through, you can as as, as the sports season and the anime season goes through you get to see that he's being inspired by um, his former competitors and then he's developing as a person because he's developing a relationship with another another um, athlete and then he's also progressing because he's actually coaching someone and then towards the end of the season you can see that he's really interested in getting back into the competition so it's, it's kind of cool that you're like, oh no, they're not gonna be coaching, uh, coaching athlete anymore, and now they're actually gonna be competitors. And it's kind of weird that you would think about the the next series, and you're like, how is that dynamic gonna work? Like, they were kind of in a relationship, they were kind of like student and pupil, like, um, like mm-hmm. teacher and pupil, and then now they're actually gonna be competitors. I'm like, can that even work with like a relationship? Or uh, I don't even know. So it's like each character, like, you think about them and you're like, oh, they went through all of these journeys through the ne- through the first series, so if they do a second series, like, what would they be doing next? Like, there was one character who was planning on getting married, um, and I don't know if things fell through because of, like, the outcomes of, like, a tournament, or I, um... Like, I can't remember the exact details for that character, because it was, like, a minor character, but I am really, like, excited to see the main characters like go back in because, um, the main unit, he was like at the, the very first episode, he had like done horrible in a, um, in a tournament. And he was like, I'm, I'm about to retire. So he like just doesn't do any more tournaments. Um, I think he might, I don't know if it was because of his choice or he like was just dropped out of the running. So he goes home and like kind of just like drowns his sorrows and like pork bowl, like pork bowl, <laughs> uh <laughs> which looked really good. I want to tr- try to find that in real life one day. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, he just goes home and everybody kind of like consoling him. And they're like, "Ah, oh, you did good. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And then um, he kind of like goes back out on the ice to kind of just, I don't know, like relieve some stress. And he ends up doing a routine of um, like the exact routine of like the highest rated guy uh, skating out there, which is um, who ends up actually becoming his coach because his um, his friends triplet sisters like videotape him skating, like just practicing that guy's routine, like move for move, and then they upload it to like the anime Twitter, <laughs> and like oh. <laughs> the video gets like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views and everything, and like. It becomes such a big deal that Victor, the guy who he was imitating, actually comes to his house and he's like, I'm going to coach you. And like that's how the whole dynamic starts with them. So it's like, it's crazy because it's like, if following this one character, you're like, oh, okay. So it's like, what's going to be the push to get him back into the, um, like Computing back history. into the sport. Yeah. Back into the sport because it's like, We're introduced to him with, like, this harsh loss, and, like, he's crying in the bathroom, and, like, somebody comes and, like, (laughs) yells at him and all that kind of stuff. And then you're like, wow. And then he goes home, and you're like, oh, okay, well, something's going to inspire him. And, like, for them to do, like, such a modern thing where, like, a viral video on anime Twitter is, like, the thing that inspires, like, people in real life to actually come and, like, get him back into the sport in such an unusual way, it's... It's really really cool. So, now um, definitely say I definitely uh, recommend that. I say check out the first episode, and if the man service doesn't <laughs> push you off, then I would say it is a great great show to watch. Story animation everything. I mean, I'll just ask. It is to me, I wouldn't necessarily mind watching it.
3: It just I wouldn't want the relationships to be as much of a focal point as everything else? Is it, is it like the relationships, like the actual
2: main focus or do they do too much of that? Do you think, or? So it, it, it depends on the person, like how you feel about that. Um, to me, I, I'm like, eh, okay, as long as it's like not 80% of the show, then I'm like, let's go. But, um, it's, it's like, I would say it's probably 10% of the show. Like, oh, well, see, in that case, that's that's nothing. Yeah, and it's like, I would say like a strong 10%. Like, there's some scenes where it's like just focused on them, but then right after that scene's over, then they, they just jump right back into all the other characters. Like, okay, well, he just finished his routine. It was a really high, stressful, and emotional moment. This is what happened between these two characters afterwards. Okay, ne- now somebody else is jumping on the ice, so let's go over there
1: yeah it's not
2: like it's uh it's do they
4: do they handle it kind of like food wars where it starts off with your main character but then it starts branching out and introducing all these other characters and then the story becomes uh how i guess each character kind of has their own style of cooking and they all interact together where no one really hates each other but they all kind of compete against each other they all build a a friendship where one of them is a teacher and they kind of help each other out kind of like that
2: um, yeah, I would say um, if you look at the key visual, there's three characters in the front. Those are the three main characters. Um, mm-hmm. Because of what happened in the first episode, how the, um, Victor got uh, his attention, was uh, uh, the Yudi got Victor's attention, so he ended up coming to his house. So basically, Victor is the guy on the right in the red, um, and then there's two guys named Yudi, which is kind of like why the show's called Yudi on Ice. Um, uh, <laughs> The, uh, the main character is the guy in the front and then the, um, because both of them are named Yuti and like, I think it's something in Japanese culture where they like giving people nicknames like, that's why a lot of people are named Chan at the have, like people have nicknames with Chan at the end well, mm-hmm. there was two Yuti, so like, you're Yudi and then you're Yudi o and I don't get that, but it makes sense because they all like, are always giving out nicknames but, um So basically, because uh, Victor was actually coaching Udo, the blind guy, in Russia, and because he did just actually he wasn't coaching him, he was um like a fellow uh, like a fellow skater under the same coach, Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: because he decided to get out of skating completely and to coach the other guy, Udo got pissed off and came to the other guy's house, too. And he's like, no, you're not taking this dude there for me. Like, we supposed to be showing me, like, the ropes and all that kind of stuff. So what he ends up doing, he's like, okay, I'll coach both of you guys. And um, he starts coaching both of them, and you can see, like, a drastic difference in their skating styles. And actually, my favorite skater is actually UDO, the blonde guy, because, like, they mentioned a couple times that, like, because he's young and flexible and stuff like that, and he also um, later on does, like, um... Like pre, was it prima uh, ballerina? Um, he actually gets like a prima ballerina, and is actually coach him also. So like his his movements are like really fluid and kind of like bird-like. I guess is what I would describe it as. Um, it ends up being um, really cool to see like the different um, styles, and then because there's like this connection between Victor and Yudi. Um, UDO decides he's like, Well, I don't feel like I'm getting the attention that I want. And because you pissed me off, I'm going to come back and I'm going to beat you. So he goes back to, um, to Russia, back to his older coach. And that's when he starts getting like really serious into like the prima ballerina training. And, um, all of the skaters are, like, following each other. So you get to see, like, all of them are, like, on their phone looking at Twitter and, like, oh, this person is taking pictures and doing all this kind of stuff. And they're like, oh, he scored, this, all that kind of stuff. So it's really cool how they, like, implement social media into it because it took, like, a big uh, part of the series. But, um... Yeah, I just really, really like the show. Like, like the characters are really, really good. Nice. So, yes. uh, i to check it I'll out. Say. Yeah, yeah. But everybody at least watch the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> OK. We do. That has been our final thoughts for the fall season of 2016. We will be back at the end of the month for the new season. Uh, this has been Big D and Shade and our guests. King, bouquet, and Seagrove. <laughs> <laughs> um, if there's any other anime y'all guys would like us to check out? Uh, I can't guarantee that I'll watch them. But <laughs> 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 but I'll
1: maybe definitely, I'll definitely, it,
2: definitely put it on my list of like six hundred plus.
1: <laughs>
2: but um, yeah. That has been our show for today, and we will see y'all next time.
1: Bye! Bye.
2: Bye!